Hello, and welcome to the Fierce Life Podcast with your host, that's me, Conceita Thomas. In today's show, I'm going to let you inside of my complicated relationship with the scale and explain why I love it sometimes, why I hate it other times, and give you some insight into how you can use it on your weight loss journey or not. So go ahead and jam out to the show tunes. Definitely get pen and paper for this one. And I'll meet you on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Welcome to episode 51 of the podcast and today we're talking about my love-hate relationship with the scale but before we jump right into that I want to let you know that spots to work with me one-on-one are filling up. Just last week, I had two new ladies sign on. And so I am talking to ladies now who will be able to begin in a week and a half from now because I like to stagger the start so that you get the attention that you need. So if you are just really fed up with the weight loss wizardry out there, you're tired of getting on these programs that kind of work in the beginning and then just kind of leave you hanging at the end, or they work, but you hate the way they make you feel and you want something that's sustainable, you want something that's just as natural as taking a shower every single day, then we should talk. I can help you build that. And that's exactly what I do with ladies when we work one-on-one. So if you're ready to have that conversation, go ahead and go to concedathomas.com slash ready to connect, or you could just head over to the show notes page and, and click the link from there. Tell me a little bit about you and then pick a time on my calendar for us to talk so that we can explore what's the best next step for you in your journey. If it's working together one-on-one, then I'll invite you. If it's not, then I'll give you some other recommendations. So I'd love to help you, especially if you've been listening to this podcast and maybe you're really ready to get some assistance with putting this stuff into practice in your life. I would love to help you. So with that said, let's go ahead and jump into this conversation about the scale. And this is actually inspired from a conversation with one of my one-on-one clients. Um, fierce friend lesson. I am not one of those coaches who's going to tell you you need to burn your scale, you need to throw it away. It doesn't tell you anything. All you have to do is stick to the program. Results will come. I don't really believe that wholeheartedly. I do believe that some people may benefit from spending less time on the scale, but I, I you know, if you've been around this podcast for any time, I don't make a lot of blanket statements about what's good and what's bad, and the scale is no different. There are times when I love using it, and then there's times when I really don't like using it, and I want either myself or other people to put it away for a while. So let's jump into why that is. I'll start first with why I think using the scale could be a good thing. So the first reason is because it's convenient, it's easy to use, and almost everybody has one. Literally in less than five seconds, you can hop on a scale, get your weight, and kind of know what that is. Now, we know that 
this girl well we may not know if you're listening to this episode you may not know why that's not necessarily always a good thing but here's the thing guys anything that is cumbersome anything that's hard to use anything that has a um a likelihood or anything that's complicated or that could result in error more often than not is probably not going to be the best measurement tool at least not alone and at least not right off the bat so most people I know know how to step on a scale and step off of a scale especially if we're talking about a digital one so it's convenient and it's easy to use the next thing is that guys feelings are not facts and I'm a firm believer of inspecting what you expect. So if you're on a weight loss journey, I believe that it's valuable to have some measure of whether or not what you're doing is working. Yes, your clothes can be a measure. Yes, the tape measure can be a measure. Yes, the mirror, pictures, all of that can be a measure. But as a former engineer, I am definitely a fan of having some hard, cold numbers, maybe not as the only measurement tool, but somewhere there in the mix. Because let's just be honest, have you ever put on a pair of jeans one day and felt like you didn't look so hot? And then maybe the very next day, nothing's changed with your body, maybe only your mood has changed, you put on the same pair of jeans and you feel like you look amazing. A lot of measurement tools that I do like, I do like pictures, I do like clothes, but that can be slightly subjective as well. I've had clients who've taken progress pictures and I've looked at them, I've put them side by side to show them their progress because I'm so excited because I see the progress and they literally can't see it, right? So I am a fan of having some hard, cold numbers in there as part of what you use to measure your progress. And if you're not inspecting what you expect, it's very easy to get wrapped up in your feelings. Maybe you feel like you're making progress because you're in a good mood today. So therefore you do your workout and you eat well. And tomorrow you feel like nothing's changing. And so maybe you let that bring you down and you don't do your workout and then you go eat a brownie. And so again, inspect what you expect because feelings are not Facts. So that's why I like having some numbers in there every now and then. The third and final reason why I do like to use the scale is because it can help you make meaning of your results in the context of other measurements. So, one key example would be if you are, you know, say you're you're losing inches, right? But you're also, when you get on the scale, you notice that your weight has not changed very much, but you're losing inches. That can be an indication that you're gaining muscle from your weight training program and you're losing fat and it's maybe happening at about the same rate. So when you get on a scale, it looks no different, yet you can see the difference in your body and your measurements are going down. And that, knowing that can be important for someone who has a goal of maybe they, they want to increase muscle while they are also losing body fat. So they want to know. They want to know what's happening. Now, can you find that out from taking body fat caliper measurements as well? Yes, you can. Does everyone have access to a skilled person who can do that for them? No. So a combination of scale weight and tape measure measurements can do that for you. So again, there are some reasons why I do like using the scale 
And one of the biggest ones, like I said, is, is convenient. Most people are familiar with it. And if I'm just going to be honest, most of you listening to me right now already trust it more than you trust anything else, which brings me very nicely into the other side of the coin, why I sometimes hate using the scale. Because fierce friends, we trust that thing just way too much sometimes. And the first thing about that is I've already kind of hinted at it is the scale tells you really when when it's used alone, it tells you one thing. It tells you how much force is required to keep you from floating up and off of this earth. That's all it tells you. So it doesn't differentiate between fat mass and from lean mass. That's the biggest qualm I have with the scale. It just tells you, you know, how much force does it take for you to not float off earth? So if you, especially if you're a new trainee, you can lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. And the scale does not tell you when that's happening. Once when I used to own a fitness studio, a brick and mortar fitness studio, I used to run these challenges, six to eight week challenges, depends. Um, and it was a gene drop challenge. And the goal was to drop a gene size in the time of the challenge. And I had been talking about the scale and how it was not the end all be all of weight loss or fat loss for a long time. And this for this particular challenge, um, I had my clients, we were tr they were trying their genes at the beginning and then every two weeks. And then as we got closer to the end every week and we would take pictures so that they could see progress. And prior to this round of the challenge, I did not allow them, at least in the studio, we didn't weigh. Now they may have been weighing at home. But to drive my point home about scale weight during this particular round of the challenge, we took what we always did was we tried on the genes, we took the pictures, but we also took scale weight. Because I knew in my heart that there were plenty of women who were dropping gene sizes who were probably not even dropping five pounds on the scale. And I wanted to prove this to them. Well, lo and behold, one of the top finishers in the gene drop challenge that year. Guys, she chose a pair of white jeans. Now, if you are a lady and you're listening to me, you already know about the white jeans, right? Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. You're going to see exactly what it is in a pair of white jeans. She chose a pair of white jeans that at the beginning of the challenge did not even go like, you know how when you pull the jeans up and then, you know, you get to the top of the leg, it's the bottom of the hip, then you have to get past the booty and up and over that and then over the belly. Her jeans at the beginning didn't even get beyond the bottom of the hip. Like she had to take her beginning pictures with shorts on under them because her bottom was exposed. By the end of the challenge, these white jeans got all the way up and over her hip, over the belly were able to button without any type of, you know, without, without pushing skin or fat up and out. She didn't have, she was able to wear these jeans. They fit in such a manner that she could comfortably wear them outside with a fitted top. That's how big her transformation was. So if we're being real, that was probably really dropping two jean sizes because those jeans weren't even close to fitting at the beginning of the challenge. Well, Guess what her weight loss was over the course of that eight-week challenge? One pound. And she was floored. Could you imagine if she had been measuring her success all that time simply by what was going on on the scale? She probably would have talked herself out of following her process before she even got to the eight weeks and before she even got to the point where the jeans were fitting the way that they were. And that is my biggest 
gripe with the scales that it doesn't differentiate between fat mass and lean mass. It doesn't tell the whole story of what's happening. So that's the second reason why I don't like it. And then the third reason why I like, don't like it is because so many of us are way too emotionally attached to the numbers. So in case you didn't catch that, that was three reasons why in rapid fire, I, I have a hate relationship with the scale. So far too many times I see women who are making great progress, right? Inches dropping, half inch, three quarters of an inch, um, coming off of their belly, coming off of their gut measurement, coming off their waist, coming off their hips in a week. That is a lot in virtually no time. And they're kind of bummed because maybe the scale showed a quarter pound loss, half pound loss, maybe no loss because we've, we've just become way too attached to the numbers on the scale. So that's why <laughs> I have a little bit of a hate relationship with the scale. And then the, then the bonus, like the fourth and final reason why I take issue with the scale sometimes is because we check in with the, I'm just going to keep it real. This is going to be like a little bit of an edge snatcher here, but I'm just going to put it out there. Sometimes we focus on what's going on with the scale more than we focus on what's going on with our actions. And that just sets us up for emotional turmoil. It sets us up for inconsistency and it sets us up for a lack of results. So here's what I mean. The scale tells, tells us the outcome. And I've even shared exactly how it really doesn't even tell us the full story of the outcome. It tells us a part of the story about the outcome. What is happening as a result of our efforts? However, it's the process that produces the outcome. And way too many of us will hop on the scale every single morning, sometimes multiple times a day. I know I have. Let's just keep it real. Multiple times a day, right? work out up on the scale again to see if you've quote unquote lost anything after the workout. Guys, I promise I used to do this. And not just to see, you know, hydration levels and how much water I needed to drink. I could lie and say it was all that. No, it was literally obsession with the numbers. Some of us will check in with our weight multiple times a day. Yeah, we will, we, we, at the same time, we'll be the same people that will not check in with, okay, how many greens did I get? Okay, am I drinking enough water? We will say that's too much to think about, yet we will check in on the scale multiple times a day. And then, as if that weren't enough, we will let the number dictate our mood and then let that mood dictate our next action. So there are times, I mean, I've had clients, and again, this was a one-on-one -on -one client. She was really struggling with her process. So I asked my clients to hit at least 80% compliance with their habits before we move on to other habits, right? She was not hitting the 80%, yet she was weighing and she was obsessing over the number on the scale. And I challenged her. I said, okay, no, 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 like we're not going to go down this rabbit hole you didn't pay me, you didn't hire a coach to put yourself through the same type of emotional turmoil that you would put yourself through if I weren't here. Like, we're not going to do this. This doesn't make sense. Please put the scale up for two weeks. I don't want to hear about it for two weeks. But I'd appreciate if you'd also do yourself the favor of putting it away for two weeks. And then the only thing I want you focusing on, every time you have an urge to check in with your weight, 
every time, you know, you're like, oh, I wonder how much I lost. I want you to check in with your process instead. I want you to check in with whether or not you've done your mindset work for the day. I want you to check in with whether or not your water bottle is still sitting on your desk untouched. I want you to check in with those things and follow through with those things. And then after two weeks of consistency, then let's check in and see how your results are coming. And I don't have to tell you, I'm sure you can guess, no surprise, when she took the pressure off of herself to see a change in that number on the scale, when she was pretty much going blind, she was following through. She was focusing. She was following through. And when she checked in again, of course, there was a change. So I'm sure that could bring up the question, well, Concedo, why do we need the scale at all? Why can't we just leave, like, leave it all together? And, wh and what I will say is some people can. However, a lot of the women that I have worked with and that I have talked to have told me, like, having the accountability of, they called it facing the music, like, knowing there's going to be a hard, fast number keeps me from fooling myself along the way and slowly drifting from the process. But that's for you to decide, fierce friend. So that leads me to what I always tell you, when you learn something, you have to do something. So your fierce follow-up for today, should you choose to accept, is to just re review in your mind what we've talked about today, um, the things that the scale can be useful for, the things that the scale may be May, ways this, the scale may cause a hindrance for you in your weight loss journey, and then decide, is it something that you're going to use regularly? Is it something you're going to use periodically? Or are you going to join the ranks of those who have burned theirs? That's up to you. But um, figure that out and then make a decision. And then for a bonus move, go ahead and share with me inside of our Fierce Friends group what you've decided. I always tell you, you don't have to take this journey alone. I have a free support group. It's called Conceda's Fierce Friends. All you have to do is go to concedathomas.com slash become a fierce friend to join that group. And that's where, you know, we continue the conversation after the podcast. That's where you can interact with other women who are on a journey like you. And it's free. Also, if you want to check out the show notes, if there's something that I said that you want to listen to again, you want to be able to um, just find it with the time marks, et cetera, you can find that on the show notes page, concededthomas.com slash ep51, that's slash ep51. Then if this was helpful for you, I promise you there will be at least one girlfriend that will find it helpful as well. Please share this out on social media. Help me get this message out to other women who need it, who will want it. Or if you don't feel comfortable sharing on social for whatever reason, you can always copy the URL, the link to this episode, and text it to someone who needs to hear it. And then finally, if you would, subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening so that you don't miss the next one when it airs. And then rate the show there as well. I'd appreciate it greatly. So that's all I have for this week, Fierce Friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConcedaThomas.com slash apparel. 
Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling up the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at concedathomas.com slash audit. Hurry up, our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Body Wear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 